Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to teach on the fifth ingredient of the recipe for success, and that is understanding the power of influence. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 8. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. Glorify yourself in our midst. We pray, Lord, that you will give your people hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. There is a story in 1 Samuel chapter 17 concerning David and Goliath. The Saul and the army of Israel went to battle with the Philistine and their army. And Goliath, the giant, as the Bible records that he was nine feet tall and a strong man that has been fighting from his youth, challenged the armies of Israel. And he challenged them and day after day for 40 days, Goliath came and asked for somebody to come and fight him. But the Israelites were very afraid. They, they were terrified because they saw a giant. David's father sent David to check on his brothers who were part of the army. And when David went to the camp of Israel, he heard Goliath making the same uh, uh, um, threat or challenge. And David said to the men, what will be done for the person who killed this man and removed the reproach from Israel? They told him that the king will, will, will give him, reward him with riches. The king will give him his daughter and he and his family will be exempt from paying taxes. As David continued to talk to the men, the, the, the message went to the king. And so King Saul called David, and David said to Saul, Don't be afraid. I am going to go and fight with Goliath and take the reproach from Israel, because who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he may challenge the armies of the living God? Saul said to him, It is not possible. This man has been fighting from his youth. You cannot fight him. And David told Saul a, a, a story. He said, I take care of my... My, my father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear come in order to take the sheep, I ran behind them and with my, a club, I fought them off. And when they turned on me, I used my sling and my club to, to kill them. Goliath would be just like the lion and the bear. And so David went to fight Goliath. 
The Bible tells us that when David went to, to, to Goliath, Goliath saw David. He saw a young boy. He began to curse David. He began to curse David by his God. And David went to him and said, you come to me with a spear, with a sword, and with a shield. And I will come to, I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Today I'm going to kill you. I'm going to cut off your head so that all the world will know that there is a God in Israel because the battle is the Lord's and not man. And the Bible tells us that David ran to the Philistine, took a stone from his shepherd bag and sling it. And the Bible says that it hit Goliath in the forehead and he fell down face down. David ran over him, took his sword, cut off his head. And when the Philistines saw that the giant was dead, the Bible tells us that they ran. Amen. And Israel was able to run behind them and conquer them and defeat them. David took a stand because he understood who a God was. We are continuing our series on the recipe for success. We told you that success is knowing your purpose in life, growing to your maximum potential, and sowing seeds that benefit others. We also told you that Jesus is calling us to join him in his work. Hence, the work of Jesus is to increase your ability to cooperate with God and to minister with people, uh, minister to people. The last time we minister, we we share on the fourth ingredient on the recipe for success, and that was developing a positive attitude. We told you that there were four things that we must know in order to develop a positive attitude. One, you must know that your attitude determines your approach to life. Two, your attitude determines your relationship with people. Three, your attitude determines your problems. I mean, can turn your problems into blessing. And four, your attitude determines how far you may go in life. Today, we want to teach on the fifth ingredient of the recipe for success, and that is understanding the power of influence. I want to share with you two of the four uh, um, definitions of influence. They are influence is modeling, influence is motivating, influence is mentoring, and influence is multiplying. Your ability to win the hearts and the minds of people is wrapped up in your willingness to respect their aspiration, their interests, their concerns, while developing a competence in what you do through trust and integrity. I want to say that again. Your ability to win the hearts and minds of people is wrapped up in your willingness to respect their aspiration, their interests, their concerns, while developing a competence in what you do through trust and integrity. Influence is God's instrument for modeling, for motivating, for mentoring, and for multiplying. You see, it is very, very important for us to understand, just like David, um, who was able to influence the armies of Israel to be able to go to, uh, 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 um, to, to be able to win the war against Goliath and the Philistine. For 40 days, the Bible says Goliath was taunting the armies of Israel, but 
the, 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 the army of Israel were paralyzed. They were afraid. But when David showed up, David understood that God was faithful and that God was able to deliver them and deliver him and the armies of Israel. Uh, um, let's look at the different definition of, uh, of influence. Number one, influence is modeling. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 9 says, Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home, when you are on the road, when you are going to bed, when you are getting up. Tie them on your hands and wear them on the fo your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. You see, God wants to mold you, your character. God wants to empower you so that, mold you and empower you so that you can be able to mold others also. Influence is modeling. Modeling re requires that you have, you are molded before you can model somebody else. You cannot give what you don't have. And you cannot teach what you don't know. It is very important that you build strong character. You build uh, um, good character, character that is based on integrity and honesty and, and, and humility and responsibility. Because when you build that character, those are qualities for you to be successful. And then God wants you to, to use what you have learned in order to teach others, to mold them life, and, and, and to sharpen them so that they can become all that God wants them to be. Amen. God wants to give you the responsibility to learn and to teach honesty. God wants to, to give you the, 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 the responsibility to teach integrity. God wants to give you the responsibility to teach humility. God wants to give you the responsibility to teach uh, 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 responsibility. But you must uh, um, first build up your character to be responsible, have integrity, be honest, and, and, and have humility. Proverbs chapter 22 says, Choose a good reputation over riches. Choose to be held in high esteem other than receiving silver and gold. The rich and the poor had this in common. The Lord made both of them. The Bible says the prudent person foresees danger and takes precaution, but a foolish person goes blindly on and suffers consequences. True humility and the fear of the Lord leads to great riches, honor, and long life. Corrupt people walk a thorny and treacherous road. Whosoever loves life and value it will avoid uh, uh, um, trickery and being corrupt. The Bible says, direct your children onto the good path, and when they are old, they will not depart on of, out of it. You see, in order for you to be able to teach honesty, you need to know what is honesty. Honesty is a quality or the fact of being upright. 
It is to be fair, to be truthful, to be sincere, to be frank. It is the freedom from deceit and fraud. You need to, to, to build a character of integrity uh, uh, and, and teach integrity. Model before others that you are a person of integrity. Integrity is, is that moral uh, um, uh, excellence or, or ethical principle that you follow. It is the is being whole. That means what you say in the in the, in the, in, the, in private and what you do in public. They are the same. Amen. You you are not one person on, um, when 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 nobody else is looking and somebody else when people are watching. But you are a, a whole person. You walk in integrity. You what you say and what you do. They all sing together. Amen. You you need to to to, to develop humility. Amen. Humility is, is a condition of being modest. It is the ability to esteem others. It is the ability to put others first. It is the ability to, to understand that, that people are important. Amen. And, and, and that you want to esteem them. It's not weakness. It's not that you are not able to, to, to do certain things or you can, 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 can uh, uh, behave like other people, but it's a, 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 an attitude that you preferred others. You put them first. You gave them the ability. In our society where everybody are trying to be number one, humility is preferring others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say amen. Amen. Responsibility is, is being accountable. Amen. Is, is being willing to take a stand and to, 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 to make sure that you are held accountable. You need to, to be accountable, and then you need to teach people to be accountable. You need to, to teach people to, to be people of their word. When they say something, they are able to keep their word. You need to be somebody of your word. When you say something, you need to do it. Amen. It is very important for you to be successful. You need to be a person of good character. You need to learn both by theory and by practice. You see, to build character, it is not just saying or learning or, or knowing or knowledge. It's actually practical application. And that's how you live your life. And that's how you build character. It's like exercising that which you have learned, practicing what you have learned, making sure that every day of your life you are doing it. That's what the Bible tells us. He said, write the words in your heart. Okay, teach them to your children when you are walking, when you are sleeping, when you are uh, um, um, uh, sitting down, when you are on the road. You need to allow the word of God to saturate your life and to do it consistently. Say hallelujah. The second thing that I want to share with you, definition of influence, is that influence is motivating. Hallelujah. Say motivating. Amen. First Peter chapter 2 the Bible says, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Amen. You have been called by God to show forth his praises, and because he has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. The Bible also tells us in 1 John chapter 3 that we do not know how we will be like, but we do know that when Jesus appeared, we will be like him because God loved us so much and God desired that we be like him. Amen. And so it's very, very important. You see, 
Motivating is to challenge and encourage people to be all that God wants them to be. To create a healthy environment so that they can grow and develop their full potential. Amen. And so God wants you to, to have influence. David, when he came into the camp of the Israelites, David saw Goliath taunting the children of Israel. And what did David do? David changed the conversation. Because prior to David coming, the children of Israel were afraid. They were running for their lives. They didn't know what was happening. But David came. David said, no, wait a minute. Uh, 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 this man is an uncircumcised Philistine. That means he is a godless man. Amen. We, we are people who serve the living God, and our God will fight for us. So we do not need to be afraid. And so David changed the conversation. Jared, David began to change by encouraging and letting the people know that there was hope. And uh, sooner or later, the, 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 what David was talking got to the king, and David challenged the king, and he said, don't be afraid. I'm going to go, and I'm going to fight with him, and I will remove the reproach. You see, David saw the challenge of Goliath as a reproach against God and against God's people. And so he was motivating the people to, to, to rally and to believe God and to fight. And that's what happens when you, when you learn uh, uh, understand influence or you have influence, you are able to challenge people and create an environment for them to, to go to their full potential. During that time, because of what David did, the Bible says Israel won the war, Israel chased the, the Philistine, and Israel was able to become victorious because David dared to go and fight Goliath and bring relief and freedom for, uh, um, to Israel. Amen. God also wants to give you the, the responsibility to love, to encourage, to respect, to listen, to be, understand, to believe, to challenge others to do the same. Um, the Bible tells us in um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1, Paul was speaking to the uh, Ephesians Christians. He said, I therefore, a servant of the Lord, beg you that you lead a life worthy of your calling. In essence, what Paul was saying, lead a life that is whole. Lead a life that is full. Complete your life. Do, be, be, be competent in what you do and do it to the maximum. Okay, don't be mediocre, but, but be strong. That's why he was saying, lead a life worthy of your calling. Amen? And so, to, in order for you to be a motivator, for you to be able to motivate others, or for you to experience motivation, you yourself need to understand that you need to love people. Amen? Love is, is that profound uh, 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 um, uh, um, quality, okay? That's passionate affection to see that others experience good. Amen. You're desiring that others may, 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 may experience good in their lives or be blessed. Amen. You want to love people. You want to, to encourage them. You want to motivate them, inspire them, challenge them, help them to be all that God wants them to be. You want to foster uh, 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 an approval in their lives. Amen. You want to respect them. You want to esteem them. When you respect somebody, you tell them that you are valuable. You tell them that I, 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 I value you. I, I give credence to you. Okay. You want to respect people. You want to listen to them. You want to be able to let people know that they, they, they matter. Okay. What they have to say matters. Amen. You want to understand people. Many times in our society or in our 
personal lives or, or in our relationship, we are always wanting for people to listen to us. But you need to be a good listener. You need to listen to people. You need to let them because to, to motivate people and to encourage people, you need to listen to them. Amen. You need to hear what they have to say. You do not know everything. And because you do know everything, you need to realize that people have contribution to make. Amen. You need to believe in people. There are a lot of people that are going around that you can inspire and believe in. There are some people who are, have, have been, been, been told a lot of negative things in their lives. Okay, you need to believe in people. Amen. Dr. John C. Maxwell said something uh, uh, in, in, in one of his, his material. He said, he said, you need to find the one thing that others do, and you need to give it 100% of your time. That means um, regardless of who that person is or how uh, um, small a contribution they can make, at least they can do something good. You can believe in that person. You can be the, the greatest cheerleader. You see, when you go to the st uh, um, stadium, okay, uh, and uh, your team is playing, the reason why you cheer your team is because you want to encourage them to let them know that they can win. And sometimes it may not be a good team, but you want to cheer them up because sometimes when you cheer them up, you inspire them for them to do better. Amen. And that's what you need to do. You need to believe in people. Believe in, your, your, uh, in God. Love him with all your heart. Believe that God has created you and that God has given you gifts and talents and, and, and responsibility. And then believe in people. Speak life over them. Challenge them. Encourage them. Minister unto them. Do good to them. Amen. You want to, to, to also challenge people to be all that God has called them to, to be. People have strengths. People have abilities. People have resources. You want to challenge them. You want to encourage them. You want to minister life onto them. You see, your influence will grow based on your relationship to those who are influencing you. Um, there is a story in the Bible about Moses and when Moses delivered the children of Israel. There was a young man who served Moses as Moses' minister, and his name is Josh, uh, um, was Joshua. Mo uh, Joshua served Moses and helped Moses, and Joshua became like Moses' uh, uh, um, assistant, helping Moses wherever Moses, wherever Moses wanted. There was no uh, I'm calling of Joshua to come and help, but Joshua just wanted to make sure that life was easier for Moses. And the Bible tells us that many of the things that Moses experienced, Joshua was there. And when God wanted to, to, to find a leader that would replace Moses, guess who God chose? God chose Joshua. Why? Because Joshua has been a, a mentor or, or inspired and, and molded by Moses, and Joshua had the characteristic and the influence. And so when God chose Joshua, Joshua was speaking to the children of Israel. And this is what he, the children of Israel said to him. He said, we will do everything that you say. We will follow you wherever you go. We will obey your words. Only let the Lord be with you as he was with Moses. That is a powerful saying. In essence, what they were saying, we know Moses. We know what God has been able to do in Moses. Now we want to see how God has transferred his grace and his anointing upon you just like he was with Moses. And that's what modeling is. That's what motivating is. When you and I can, can, can gain 
and influence from those that we serve and minister unto, and they can impart their lives into us. And then you can do the same by imparting your life into others also. God wants to do that in you. God wants you to mold, be molded, your, build a good character, and God wants you to be motivated to create a, 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 a good environment so that others can experience their full potential. Hallelujah. We need to stop here. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I pray that these words will take roots in your heart. Minister life unto them. Lord, mold their character. Everyone under the sound of my voice, oh God, challenge and encourage them. Make sure that they are, are who you want them to be. Lord, help them, encourage them, motivate them to be all that you call them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. We are out of time right now. Liz and I will be right back with a very important message. Transforming Lives is a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with every person in every nation, from North America to Africa, from Asia to Australia, and from Europe to South America. People's hearts are in need of the truth. They need Christ and they need hope. But where the need is great, so are the challenges. We have a great and powerful God who loves people and is working with us to reach every person in every nation with a transforming message of the gospel. Join us on our next program. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, 
On Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study. And on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. You